that's all I heard, Mo, was that right. the, the phrase defund the cops. Right. Now, and then quickly when I see people talking about it, I hear people talking about it, people are confused when they hear that phrase because there's also a contingency of people that want to disband the police, like get rid of it as a total entity. Now, that sounds like, that sounds out there, but I felt sorry, I mean, not really, but I felt, because this is just, he, he did this to himself. Uh, the Minnesota mayor, Jacob Frey, Fry, Jacob Fry. He's been very vocal and being very active in getting out and saying that he's on, you know, the side of the people and that type of thing. But the audio that we're getting ready to play, I'm going to give you the optics. This is the mayor of the city. He is not on the stage. He is in the crowd, like in the front row. And there's a group of activists that are on stage and their conversation is about disbanding the police, like getting rid of them, period. First of all, he was by himself. He's the mayor. He was by himself. No security. No. He looked like a regular guy in the crowd. If you wouldn't have told me he was the mayor, he looked like a regular guy. And he was doomed from the start the way. There was no way he could win, Mo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everything was stacked against him. He right. Didn't, he didn't have the mic. He didn't know the PA guy. He couldn't wink at him. You know, he couldn't do anything. And so I'm going to play a little bit of the lady. I didn't, I didn't have her name. They didn't say it in the story. I'm going to play a little bit of the activist on stage. And she wants to ask him a question. She, she pins him down into a, well, he wasn't, he didn't give the answer. And it's been making the news around. He didn't get the answer that the crowd wanted. I don't know why he didn't understand that he was in a lose-lose, but he played along anyway. Here's the audio from Minnesota's mayor, Jacob Fry. Fry, we have a yes or no question for you. Yes or no, will you commit to defunding Minneapolis Police Department? What did I say? We don't want no more police. Is that clear? We don't want people with guns toting around in our community, shooting us down. You have an answer. It is a yes or a no. It is a yes or a no. Will you defund the Minneapolis Police Department? All right, be quiet, y'all. Be quiet, because it's, it's, in, it's important that we actually hear this. It's important that we hear this, because if y'all don't know, he's up for re-election next year. If y'all don't know, he's up for re-election next year. And if he says no, guess what the f- we gonna do next year? Go home, Jacob, go home! Go home, Jacob, go home! Okay, that go home, Jacob, go home. Uh, died down just long enough for them to start going shame 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 and then then the go home jacob go home got louder and he dude he was there in like some shorts some shorts he looked looked like a regular guy in the crowd he just walked through the crowd by himself and he's the mayor of the whole city he just walked off like some random dude that just got shot down off stage because he had a bad idea um yeah I hope y'all know, I know there's people that have all types of takes on what they actually mean by defunding the police, uh, disbanding the police. If you think that the police are going away, like uh, like we're going to get rid of them as an entity, like there's no longer such a thing as police, that's not going to happen. And I don't think that that's what anybody's advocating. Now, I'm going to read you two headlines and then I'm going to ask you two questions, Mo. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Police and firefighters rescue baby ducks from a sewer drain. Why are the police rescuing ducks? To me, that's an example of the misuse of the police. That's a misuse of firefighters. Maybe get somebody who works on sewer drains and somebody that works at the vet, and maybe they can work something out. What I'm starting to figure out is that the police is not the end-all and be-all with everything in the community. Another example. Police. Um, police looking for a missing man with de dementia. And then it says, have you seen Willie? <laughs> Willie Ross was last seen <laughs> at 6 p.m. Saturday. Just to let you know, he was in a living facility in Winter Haven, and he has been found safely. Good. But my point is, police aren't social workers. They're not skilled in mental health. They're not skilled at... Um, handling kids that aren't really doing anything violent but they're in a in, in sort of a, a kid mischief situation okay so when you have someone showing up with the gun and the power to arrest to every it's not a one-size-fits-all and i don't think when you have a man that's on the street maybe the homeless why are the police showing up when there's a homeless man it okay a person off their meds that, that's something that could be facilitated by people that are experts at that. What I need the police to do is when I call 911, they can get there fast because they're not pulling ducks out of drain. Just a couple of ideas. I don't have any answers. I'm just saying that when I hear defunding, which is a horrible way to market that, you could say shifting resources, real allocation of funding. But when you're like going hard with this defunding, disbanding, um, that's not really going to People want to know policing works for some communities. It doesn't work for all, and that's the problem. And I need to feel this doesn't have anything to do with the money or where you put the money. I need to feel like. I can call the police and uh, I, wait, I don't need to feel like whatever's going on in my home is better than calling the police. Like I need to know that when I call as the victim, I'm not going to be treated like the suspect. I need to have that. Whoo! thank God the police are here. You call the police. Good. Maybe they can straighten it out. I've never heard. I've never heard it. In it. But my point is, even if it's a black cop. Not hating on the police. They serve a function, and we need to let them do the things that they're really good at. And pulling ducks out of a pipe is probably the one, the, the one thing that I can point out, because that's a real story, uh, that I think is a waste of uh, police time and energy. 727-579-1025, uh, 800-771-1025. Mo, you've had to hear, you hear this discussion. What do you think when you hear this? Oh, I think it's the cancel culture uh, getting out of control because I, I do think there are certain people saying defund the police who are saying exactly what that sounds like is that they don't want a police department in their city anymore. Now they're, what, that, they're talking about disbanding then. Disbanding but, the police. Yeah. They, they disbanded by taking so much money of the way that it just kind of goes away. Yeah, there's, there, there's, no, right. there's no money to pay them and so there's no organization. I, I, would, I don't understand. Okay, so let's just say, all right, all right. Let's just say there are no police. 
What does that look like? Uh, it don't look like a city I'm going to be living in. I'll tell you that. I don't think that's going to be isolated. <laughs> well, well, hold on, Mo. On the flip side, you have the police you have now. Right. And in all 50 states, everybody's saying that uh, that's not the kind of policing that we need in this country. Well, I'm not ready to throw the baby out with the bathwater, well, Kevin. I don't think that that's what people were marching about. Uh, I think people, well, that's a whole other thing. What people? I think people are marching. It's it's a uh, it's a moment that was uh, put to a head by George Floyd, but it's a culmination of all right. You know what? While we calling this out, let's get it. Let's call it all out and let's do something. And, and this is a. I'll pivot to this conversation because um, I, I still would like to hear from somebody what the disbanding looks like. And I understand reallocating the funds. I would love to have more social workers see mo this is the way i look at it if you're over policed in, in in a community and we're talking about some of the conditions in the community if we put more meat resources in some of those um shifting them away from like just trying to catch people when they mess up or it's crime written if we use some of that money to get rid of some of the problems you wouldn't need to be over policed at the same time Every type of overhaul, we're getting the racists out. And I'm not even gotten to the racists yet. They have to get the right people in the job. But um, I think we need more men. I'd rather see mental health people talking to people on the streets uh, and not somebody with a gun because mental health people are off their meds. They feel threatened. Why are you touching me? I'm pushing you. And next thing you know, the only response is to take me down because you're a cop. You're trained to, you know, I'm not a bad person because I didn't take my meds. I need something in between that. That's that plays yeah, out a lot. But, but don't you think that there are a lot of situations where people that are off their meds, people with mental health issues are doing things that can harm pe innocent people? And well, I think you need somebody with the authority that can restrain. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, them. hold on. You can get people that are trained to do things. You can you can get people. But if you have somebody to show up for every problem in your neighborhood that has a gun. Is there another option? Than the man with the gun. I mean, well, I need, that's I the question. My, I need my meds. Can you get me the man with the meds? Like, we can <laughs> subdue somebody. We we can get somebody to keep. But we need to know. We need to know. I need when you roll up. I need you to know that's Leroy. He lives in the neighborhood. Man, he act, he sometimes he act crazy when he ain't on his meds. Instead of this guy's acting weird. He he's going from a gun. Like you don't know what's happening in these neighborhoods. Right now, that's a. I mean. I mean, they're going to be different situations when you've got the homeless somebody mode, the homeless you want. You want right. should the police. What I'm saying is that we're putting too much of a burden on the police for them to be the cure all for things that they're not even experts in. They're really good experts at keeping us safe and making sure people are abiding by the law. But you don't want to get out of that range because then you get, right. I, you get dead. I mean, you get homeless people getting shot. Yeah, yeah, I don't think the police need to be called to get ducks out of a pipe. If a child falls into a pipe, you know, we might need somebody well, out no, there. Well, no, you need a rescue but, person. Uh, yeah. Fireman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fireman, not a policeman, though. Like, Right. I, I don't know, man. I hate I don't have all of the answers. I don't have any answers. But I've just been hearing this, and I've been hearing the people saying defund, and I'm like, okay, okay you're saying we need the police, but you're saying we need other options to resolve problems in our communities besides the police and i hear that loud and clear 
Um, right. Pol- police are not social workers. And I think that their level for not saying that they're looking for are trained to. But once you're engaging the police, it goes down a certain protocol. Because of the way they're trained, if things escalate because I'm mentally ill, I'm not dealing with somebody who's even used to. Am I dealing with somebody who's skilled in speaking with the mentally ill and handle them and de-escalate? That's a different skill than than. But 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 also, but but also, it's a different skill set in containing someone. I mean, I, what what you're gonna have to do? Then you're talking about cross training people used to dealing with and speaking with people with mental. Uh, uh, illness issues right. I, because I, they're not going to walk. They're not going to come quietly. Mo, because that's Mo, what, you there's know? security. There, get people that are skilled at subduing people. You, you say the police can do it. Well, you, get me another person that can do it. Get me a trained professional, not just obey me. You don't even understand why I'm, I'm not obeying you. I mean, I listen. I understand what you're saying, and I, and in theory, I, I I think that would be the optimum solution. So what you're what you're saying then is the police is skilled at handling that mentally ill person because you're saying know, you're what, talking about subduing. You're good at subduing. Is subduing the only option? I, I, I'm saying sometimes some a person has to an individual has to be contained before you can get them in front of the people that can then I, I understand de- help that. And, them. And, yeah. and, and there's plenty of options to contain people other than just a actual police officer that, or maybe have a police officer assigned to a unit. Maybe you address sure. people different. Yeah, but, yeah, but the sure. police officer is not the end-all, be-all when it comes to subduing people. I mean, no, they, have, no, they have security. No. Uh, they have nurses in uh, mental facilities that do a fine job of securing people. Happens right, all the right. time. I'm just saying that that's what people are talking about. Um, people yeah. also, if you have conflict, and, and if you have kids in certain situations, also, um, I don't necessarily. The, if if things go bad, now my kid's criminalized. I don't need my kid criminalized for for things that aren't necessarily criminal. But since I have a situation where once again, I have the police person who can, like in these stories we've seen of um, school officers manhandling kids, and it, man, there needs to be a better way than fighting like an eighth grader. I think, well, I, well, I think that I, to me, the issue, the larger issue is vetting. I don't, I don't think that there is proper vetting. Okay, well, if you vet the... But you vet people and you put them in the same situation without training. They're not experts. They're not social workers. They're not mental health experts. They're really good at controlling the crowds and keeping the public at peace and responding to, you know, domestic violent calls and violations and traffic and at people, you know, getting doing police work, right. solving crimes, not pulling ducks out of a pipe. I don't know. Because what if the duck bite me, officer? <laughs> now you've assaulted the officer. And the, Freeze, scumbag, dirt, uh, duck. I, I don't think they were. No, <laughs> man, you got to de-escalate with the ducks, bro. I don't know. <laughs> what does what does I'm curious. What does Jr. think? I'm curious what he thinks. Yeah, what team you on, Jr.? Oh my bad. And I was on the phone with everybody. You got full phone lines. Um. Oh goodness. Yeah. Uh, talk. Yeah, I mean, I heard a lot of good points. So, um, I I really don't want to take away from a lot of the callers. But I think it's uh, it's not a good idea to to just like disband police officers like that. 
Okay, what about what about defunded? Uh, I mean, to a certain extent, I feel like um, you should uh, allocate some of those funds into like the medical hospitals and stuff like that. Because I know a lot of medical facilities don't have the equipment to save lives. So why don't you? And you know, a lot of these police departments are like armies, essentially. What I'm getting at, Mo, is we have to stay, take take a step back and just see what the needs are in the community. Yeah. Versus how we've been operating. See how we've been operating is not work. Maybe something needs to re- be rebuilt from the ground up. How we police citizens be- because it's not working. That's why people are throwing out all kind of ideas here. I'm I'm 100 percent for that. But you you come up with a plan and then you defund and reallocate. You don't just defund. Well, no, no, place. no, man. That's just the headline to get people to have a conversation. And that's why we're on the radio. You say defund, then you have a conversation. What does that mean? Nobody's just snatching a check. It's a process. It's a government. Uh, well, it's, well, a, I, it's a way from, we've been doing things for years. From that audio that I heard you play, sister wasn't asking for a process. She was asking for something in the immediate. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah, but you have to think. You're smart enough to think through the nuance of what that would actually take, what that looks like. It's not like, right. you know, you you got to there's hearing upon hearing. There's there's people go through committees and figure out what's the best way. And, you know, it takes forever with a government. Right. Yeah. Right. I just think it's um, you have to have one aspect to get affecting changes. You have to get people's attention. Now everybody's listening. And and, and sometimes you have to throw out some ridiculous things to get people to sit down and talk. I I don't know what that's going to look like. Um, But let's do this. Let's start taking some calls. Let's talk to TJ on line two. TJ, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? All right. Talk to us. I was just calling as far as, you know, this disbanding the police. Uh, you know, I'm not in call to say right or wrong, whatever. We all have our opinions, but there's something a lot of people aren't thinking of, and that's the cartels. The cartels will take full advantage of if Minneapolis just, say, completely disbanded the police. They would take full advantage of that. And people think that police brutality is bad. Wait till they see cartel brutality. I yeah, I don't, I don't see them getting – I don't see them disbanding the police. Well, that's what they're see. talking about in Minneapolis. So, yeah, they're, they're I mean, talking about that, but that's not really what they're talking about. They, yeah, well, with all the stuff that's been going on in 2020, you know, you can't rule anything out anymore. It's like, that I don't, could happen. I, here's this. In America, I, I tell you what, TJ, write it down. You'll never see a city that has absolutely no police because they decided to just get rid of it. Not happening. Okay. Well, if that does happen, they're 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 in trouble. That's what I think. In this, yeah. you know, human trafficking, those will become hubs for those types. Yeah, of and things. if they just did it in Minneapolis and didn't do it anywhere else, it'll be pretty easy to spot out them cartels. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. But that, that's all I wanted to say. All right, man. Rewatch season Y'all two. Have a great day. Holla back. Yeah, there you go. He been watching too much of that. Novel. Yeah, the cartel can't come through anyway. The wall is built. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying the. Car- the cartel just in Minneapolis. I'm sure we'll notice. Uh, man, everybody's seen it changing around here. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of real estate being yeah. bought up. It's not a, yeah, it's it's not a movie, man. Let's talk to John on line four. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey John, how you doing? How's it going, man? Listen, your, your man hit it dead on the head a while ago when he said about the, the police force being an army. Okay. I guarantee you, if you check it, I guarantee you, if you check these guys, the guy that just killed the dude, all of it, all of them, I guarantee you come from the military. I'm not against the military. I'm not opposed to that at all. But they're trained differently. They've, they've, they've took a police force 
And instead of making it protect and serve, it's beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's military rise. They, they, they sell them military equipment. They dress them like a military. It's all, it, it's about, I don't know. I mean, I, I did what 10 years about? in federal prison. Okay. I, 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 I did 10 years in the federal prison, so I've been on both sides of the fence. I know what it feels like to be a man beat up by the cops. And I'm a white guy, okay? It, and, and there's a huge problem with, with the cops beating up black men. But there's a there's a just a big problem in general of the cops beating up people. Period. I think that that I mean, is the larger. I think that's worse. the larger issue. Issue is that, and uh, it's, it's worse for yeah, and it's yeah. worse for a black man <laughs> yeah. because they put the they put the people where the where the black man is. You know what I'm saying? Where where people? You, you yeah, understand yeah. what I'm saying? They, I do, man. I do. I, I was just trying to get a word in with you. Come on with it. I get I get what you're saying that policing is a problem in general when it's bad. It's not just black folks. It's everybody when there's the bad police. I get that. Yeah, but it's worse. I, I mean, I'm being the first to admit it. It's it's worse on a black man than it is yeah. a white man. Okay, John. I th- I yeah, I, I know. I know, John. I, I got to go. Let's go. I, I know it's worse for. Oh, good lord, what kind of cause we taking? I already get the story. Um, I want to shift really quick because this is something else I had on my list. I, man, it's weird. When I see a conversation coming from four or five different sources that are connected but not really connected, just a general theme, just like everybody talking about demonetizing the police or disbanding. Oh, man. Uh, the question is, did you get the call this weekend? Fellas, you get any calls this weekend? Uh, if I did, I didn't pick it up. Been seeing, been seeing. Did I get any calls or did I get the call? Let me, let me just, let me just spell it out for you guys. A lot of people online and social media were saying they were getting a lot of phone calls from all of their white friends. Um, I got a couple of them, but it it felt it felt weird to me, in in a way. I got calls from people that didn't need to call me because I already kind of know, you know, I already kind of know who you are as a person. I never had any kind of doubts. But I think that um, what I'm trying to say is all of these things can be overwhelming. I feel about George Floyd's death the same way I felt about Trayvon Martin's death. And I'm wondering if people's outrage, Mo, is being re calibrated like back to the past have where were they on some so? of the, well were they the same did they have the same take on some of the other issues because a lot of people will say oh, why yeah. yeah why are you getting into this one and i think that all of this outpouring of support is not going to be good if people don't keep the same energy and, and this thing comes off like just like a fad of the moment like um Every other thing we do, it, it becomes like a thing, and then we put it on the internet, and the next thing you know, there'll be a, uh, there's already a George Floyd TikTok challenge, and you don't even want to know what it is. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, you don't even want to like everything turns into something, and I think even on the positive, I'd like to think that all of the outpouring of the protests, people protesting in fifty states, that can't be a fad, can it? That can't be. That's got to be sincere, right? 
I, I want to believe that everybody sees the same thing but that think. we see. Yeah. Ooh, but, but doesn't it count what happens next? Like right now we're trying we got the world's attention and people are still protesting and that's good. And then out of the protest comes the progress. What is the progress? What direction will things take? What no, because people are kind of saying we don't want symbolic progress. We want some actual progress. I just don't know what that looks like. And I, I've been thinking about that. I've been overwhelmed, having mixed emotions about, you know, I'll see, I'll see things on TV. Man, the saddest thing I saw this weekend, I saw this couple, and they took their daughter to a daytime protest. Tons of peaceful protests. And I'm glad that the looting stuff is not the dominant issue now. Now it's legitimate peaceful protests. I like the turn that that's taken. I'm glad that people continue to do the peaceful protests to say, okay, we're here. We're serious. All of that wasn't us. We're still on point here. This is what we want to do. This is what we're trying to do. I like that. I just want to know that it's going to turn into something and not. This has all happened before. Um, so. I don't think in this magnitude, though. Yeah, well, no, but it happened before, though. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I understand that. Now, uh, so symbolism's not symbolism's not going to do it this time. People want like some concrete stuff. Yeah. Unfortunately, before we can even answer that question or begin to answer that question or begin to see something, there's November because whatever is going to come out of this is going to be directly affected by what happens in November. You're not going to you if even if you were to start that chain right now and we were to see over the next couple of months immediate change, it's not going to be the same on the other side of November okay, 3rd. Okay. That's a good point. I do think though. I do think that there's enough people concerned about this issue that they want to see something change regardless of what happens in November. Like somebody's going to have to carry some kind of change over. Whether it's uh, well, it's not gonna be right. necessarily current president. <laughs> if he wins, he definitely doesn't have to run on any of that. Uh, but he does have to get through the debates. I don't know if that matters anymore. Um, he's oh, enough, sure. He's, he's got enough audio already to do himself in. It's not like he can get into <laughs> debates and like really do something wild. I don't see that happening. I just, I got, I feel like. And this is how I, at first I was just like, man, that's interesting. Why are people asking me? And then, you know, then people want to send you every positive message. Really quick, there was a couple and they had a, like a two-year, two-year-old kid. She might have been younger than two. Did you guys see this? She was, she asked the cop if he was going to shoot her. Oh, that was the saddest thing. That was the saddest yeah. thing. And I'm like, how are you like two years old and that's what's in your head already? Like, yeah. that's what you... That's and what's then, already ingrained in her brain, and she and that's like I feel like at that age, that's where you're mo like you're most innocent. You know, it's yeah, it's like, like you, you she's have no, asking at it too. Yeah, you have no profound uh, you know vision of what what's going on around you in life, but your first instinct is like you look at a police officer and say, "Are you gonna you know what I mean? Are you gonna kill me?" That's that's and, that, and, that, the, that and the police me. officer got down on his knees and he was talking talking to her, and she was crying. And first, I was like the parents, I was just like, "Man, this is way too heavy for a two year old. Your two year old shouldn't have a clue about." this or should she nah 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 I'm gonna go with nah nah for me for my kid at two you don't need to be in the streets fighting the, the struggle no you don't 
No, you don't need to know. It's my job as the parent or your father to make sure you don't know about a struggle until it's time to learn about it, not go through it. I mean, uh, I'm yeah, not- convert. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, conversely, though, Kevin, you need your two year old to know if you get stopped, popping off in the back. Yeah. <laughs> you need a what now? So- not to be popping off in the back seat when you oh, get pulled uh, I, over. Oh, they got to have some awareness. I, I ain't worried about that. I ain't worried about but that. But you don't think a lot of like uh, kids, like, you know, kind of growing up in those situations where kind of they, they kind of have to have an idea. Like, no, no, not at two. Not at two, dude. How about like at like 10 or 11? <laughs> okay, well, you jumped the whole He was way too young. I mean, <laughs> but, 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 but I mean, I feel like as, as a kid, like, especially, a, you know, a kid in the United States, a young black right. kid, like, that's. Right, two, you don't even know if you're a boy or a girl. You don't know what you are. To, yeah. All you know I, I is think candy. It's a parent's respons- <laughs> yeah. And I think it's a parent's responsibility to kind of shield to a great degree a two-year-old from that kind of thing. Because at some point, you have to just allow them to have a childhood. Dude, yeah. what has a two-year-old heard at home to come up with that question? Not even heard. I mean, that's they're watching even, on TV. That's right. not even entry-level questions, though, like. To ask a cop for a two-year-old, and you, yeah, and you say watching on TV. A two-year-old does not need to be watching the nightly news. That's they just don't. How do you deprogram the kid from that though? At two, or is it instinctual? Hmm. Well, I got it from my daddy. My daddy shaped my opinions of the police early. He said, "If they pull you over, you're already in the wrong." Remember that. <laughs> so. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I that's mean, a yeah. that's a difficult one. I just don't know that that broke my heart. That that's what she would say, and why is she there? And mm, man, I think that that just goes to show you how passionate some people are about certain things. Some people they live with it every day, way before this. I mean, some people felt just like this. How you feel right now? They felt like this about Freddie Gray. They felt this about this about um, Eric Garner. I like I I don't really really know, man. I just I feel weird. I, you know, I have people asking me weird questions, and I'm just like I don't want to. Because you get a bunch of friends, and you ask you, they're asking asking you questions. It's like you do the show, and then you have that conversation. You want to have that conversation all day Saturday with like four or five people, who are basically all kind of saying the same thing. You all say, and we're all saying the same thing. We think it's bad. I don't want to keep talking about it in a circle, like on my my personal life, 10 individual times with people that I already know that are good people. I don't know. We'll take a break. So much stuff I don't know. I'll tell you one thing that I do know. On June 4th, state of Florida had 1,419 COVID cases. That was our peak in... Um, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Our peak in April was 1,413. And on June 4th, we had 1,419. More testing, yes. So we're going to have more positive numbers. But that's higher than our highest peak. And we're open. 